welcome to The Connected Generation. My name is Nikia Anani and I am your host. This week's episode is with Stephanie Nemchik, a friend of mine, and she is a super amazing storyteller. When you listen to this episode, you understand why I say so. Aside from being a great storyteller, as coined by me, (laughs) she's a business mentor and a mindset and success coach. You know, there's a lot of talk about mindset on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook, and the likes, but Stephanie's actually a certified neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, so she knows her stuff. (laughs) And we really unpacked the importance of mindset as entrepreneurs. How can we master our mindset? It's the life skill, Stephanie says. It's not just an entrepreneur's thing. How can we really develop ourselves and how can we pursue self-care so we can be the best versions of ourselves to build the best businesses we can. So enjoy. Hi Stephanie, welcome to The Connected Generation. It's so awesome to have you today. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be a fun conversation. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Can you just tell us more about like your journey? How did you get here? I'm always very intrigued to understand people's journeys. Yeah, well, I think for me, it really started, it really started from like a super young age. So I I grew up actually in a family of entrepreneurs. So my dad has owned his business. He's coming up on like 35 or 36 years of being a small business owner. And so I was always, I was always raised in it. My mom always kind of worked for my dad. They always helped each other um, growing up in the business. And I was, I always had a really super special connection with my dad and he, um, he taught me a lot about just people in general and how to operate as a business owner and really truly that like really instilled in me that business is about people, that it's about helping, that it's about building relationships, it's about connection, and it's always about the people that you're working essentially for. And so like he really instilled this like service mentality in me. And so I just naturally, I'm a learner. <laughs> I'm a learner and a researcher and a knowledge seeker by nature. And so for me, it was something that I just grew up very, very, very curious, like curious about everything. And so I asked him a million questions. And actually, when I was little, I used to drive my mom crazy because I would ask so many questions because I was just so curious to understand how things worked and why we did things and the reasons behind we did things, like why we did things. And as a kid, I kind of always felt like I was always annoying people. But at the, at the same time, like I'm very thankful that my parents didn't mute that, you know, aspect and quality of me because now I think that that's really something that that has like formed and shaped the way that I approach everything in my life and mindset. And I know we're going to be talking about that as well. And so that kind of curiosity and that questioning has been such a blessing in my life. But I think growing up around my dad and my, and my mom running the business and just my dad teaching me so much. And then as we got older, my older brother owns his own company. All of my uncles own their own businesses. Um, all of my closest friends that I grew up with, all of their families and parents all own their own companies too. And so it's something that I've just, I've known nothing else. Like when I think about the closest people that I grew up around and, and, and even to this day, I mean, they're all business owners. And so for me, it was a natural path. You know, there was nothing else that I really 
wanted to do besides I just knew I was going to own my own business. I had no idea what it was going to look like. But so I really grew up in that. I grew up around it. And as I got older, of course, I went, you know, I I moved to Europe when I was 18 um, and just kind of left and got away. And when I came back, I went to college, got a degree, put myself through school, um, did that whole thing, and then kind of went into the natural path of, well, what do I do now? <laughs> you know, So went and found a job and like, I really struggled. You know, I struggled. There was actually multiple times where like, I was in positions where, you know, very good positions for my age careers and all of that. And I, I would like, <laughs> almost, I never actually got fired, but like, there's been many a times where I almost got fired because I, I run my roles and my positions as if I'm a business owner. That's how I've, that's how I've always thought. Hmm. What was that? Because you saw a lot of entrepreneurship, correct? Yeah, exactly. And so, and like, and I've always had that creative mindset. I've always had that questioning, challenging approach to everything that I did. And so I challenged everything, you know, I, I, every person, <laughs> every role that I had, I would like challenge my bosses and be like, okay, well, why are we doing it this way? Well, what about this way? And, you know, we could be far more effective if we do it this way and da, 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 da. And I just saw all of these like patterns. And so I would always try to improve my role, but then I would always try to connect with it as well on like a deeper level because I'm I'm also a very emotional, I'm a very empathetic, I'm a very um, compassionate and connected based person. And so for me, it was like, I needed to find that connection. I needed to be able to express my creativity and my innovation in the role that I was doing. And in my last several roles, I mean, I learned a lot of experience and I'm very thankful for all the positions and all of the roles that I had. But it just, I mean, last year, I just kind of finally hit a wall. I was working for a company that I was so excited about when I got the role because it was a company that, you know, really focused on gender equity and diversity and inclusion and, you know, um, empowering women in the workforce. And that's something that's like very near and dear to my heart. And so I was super excited. I was brought on to, you know, do their new market launch here in Minneapolis and, um, it was a huge launch. I basically built everything from like our relationships with our contractors to I built our team to I built all of the connections that we had in the, in, um, the space here. And it was fantastic until I started like working in the business and I started realizing internally the expectations that they had on the employees and the values that they instilled in, in how they were showing up as leaders. And what they were doing for us was totally conflicting to what was externally facing. And it felt really, um, it, it just completely challenged my morals and my values as a human being and challenged my integrity as a human being. And, and I finally basically was like, nope, I'm done. My partner and I had went on vacation and we talked about it while we were on vacation. I was like, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to leave. I don't really know what I'm going to do, but that was just kind of it. And I, I was just so fed up the day that I got, and I was going to kind of wait it out and like maybe try to find another job and do the thing or whatever. But I just like, I can't remember what exactly happened, but it was like the day I got back from vacation, something happened that I was like, screw this. Like I'm out. And that day I put in my note, I, I put in my notice and I was like, I'm out. I had no plan. Like I had no plan at all. I had, I took out an investment, so I had a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a financial cushion, but I was like, all right, this is it. I'm quitting. I've got no plan, except I'm going to be a business owner. 
<laughs> that's what I did. Wow. So last year, that was in September of last year. And I went through probably, I don't know, five iterations of my business. And now finally landed on what I'm doing now, which is fantastic. So I found it's a quiet community. And, um, you know, I created, I, I spent a lot of time really working one-on-one with clients and stuff. I created the Grit to Growth Method. And now I'm focusing on business mindset and um, sales coaching. And so I do one-on-one coaching, I do group programs, and um, I'm I'm launching my first online course next month. So it's been it's been very exciting. It's been quite a journey. <laughs> That's incredible. You know what? Like that courage to walk away because there's a values mismatch. It, it takes a lot of courage, and I really really respect you for it. It's really easy to just sit there and have the cushion and the comfort of that steady paycheck, and but mm-hmm. you know. There just comes an inflection point where it's like it's so, so it's contrary to everything that you stand for. Yeah, it's like a soul decision. Like, is this really me? Yeah, and you make a decision. Like, no, I'm done. And once you hit that point, it's like a point of no return. It's like I don't really care what happens. I will survive. Yeah. I will- <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what it was, you know. And I'd been challenged kind of for a while up to that point, and. I mean, I, my last role, I think I literally worked for the company for like eight months, maybe. And it was like within the first three months, I was like, okay, this is like, there's something off here, but I was just so hustle and grind and so excited to like be doing the work that I was doing because externally, like I was creating real connection. I was creating real community. I was creating, and I was working with women entrepreneurs and which is, by passion, which is, you know, what I love to do. And it was something that was so like, I don't know, for me, it was, it just naturally happened. I'm such a believer in the universe, you know, bringing the opportunities and like, I fully surrender to, to my path. I don't know exactly what that's going to be, but I trust that, you know, I trust that whatever it is, whether it's God or the universe or energy or, you know, whatever it is you want to call it. For me, I call her the universe, you know, mother universe, that's who she is for me. And I just trusted that, that I'd figure it out, you know, as long as I was, of course, taking the action to like do something. And I wasn't just like going to be like, okay, I'm going to quit my job and sit on my bum. Like I I, I went into it with the intention of like, all right, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to do something. And I did. (laughs) There's a lot of obstacles, but you know, of course, it's anybody who's on the path of entrepreneurship knows that it's challenging. Mm, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. And I think that very mindset is what we all need as entrepreneurs that I will make it work. Yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll be resourceful and I will make it work. Um, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But, and, and that's, and that's the thing that really like sets, sets people apart. That's why people don't succeed. Mm as business owners. And that's why people do succeed as business owners, because the ones who do succeed go into it, whether they consciously are aware of it or not, mm. they go into it saying, okay, we're, you know, I'm going to be resourceful. I'm going to figure mm. it out. I'm mm. going to make it work. I'm going to teach myself and do everything that I need to do to, to do it. Mm. Incredible. So, yeah. I have my, my business coach always says like, and I've totally adopted this saying like, there is no plan B. There is only plan A. Like there is only plan A. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like, but there is only plan A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And so here we are in 2020, which has been such a rocky year for most of us globally. How's that been to you and your business with COVID and especially starting your business just before all this very (laughs) interesting, turbulent times? Um, How's 2020 been to you? It's been interesting. You know, I think interesting in kind of almost the best sense sense of the word. Um, I am such a firm believer in that we create what we allow ourselves to experience. And so, and for me, you know, mindset and really filtering the information that's coming into my own mind and, and always, always looking at everything internally out instead of externally in. And so for me, that's allowed me to just navigate. I mean, the world is facing, you know, a huge challenging point. We'll call it, we'll just call it a challenging point. And we're facing this collectively. And I think there's things that we can learn from the experience. It's obviously not a like light situation. You know, people are dying from this and it's affected my family. It's affected my partner's family. You know, it's been something that has been challenging for a lot of people. I think for me personally, like it's been a bit challenging just because I've, I've, I've experienced a lot of death this year. Um, and so it's been quite difficult, not necessarily from a sense of, um, like the actual illness, you know, and disease itself or the virus, I guess we'll call it. Um, you know, but with everything from quarantine and the social isolation and routines changing and heightened emotions and, you know, collectively as a culture, at least in the States, um, mm. you know, meet up media portraying these fear tactics and, and scare tactics. And it's, it's, we're experiencing, we're experiencing as the world collectively psychological trauma at once. Yeah. And it's very interesting because for people who struggle with things like mental illness and for people who struggle with things like drug addiction or even just intense you know disease it's it's put an intense incredible amount of pressure mm. on those illnesses and on those diseases and on those already challenging things that people face and so for me i've had two suicides and two overdoses already this year on top of a very close people to me in my life. Mm. And so um, it's been, it's, it's challenging in a way of like just dealing with that stuff. Mm. And it's also kind of an awareness. It's, it's an eye opener for, for me. And I think it's an eye opener for, the world. And I really, I really hope, and I really believe that, you know, the challenges that we're facing at the moment, you know, can be an opportunity for us to put, you know, additional resources and awareness and protection and, Mm. um, you know, strength and information in some of these other situations. And so it's, 
it's for me, it's been like, it's been such an up and down wild ride. And I think that I've just, I've really embraced this mentality of allowing myself to um, have been flow and just for mm. me, like personally and spiritually, it's been, it's been um, kind of a, a blessing of a year. It's really been a year for me to learn and grow and it's definitely been a year of building for my business for sure. And so I haven't really let it stop me or be a reason to not keep going. It's just, it's another day. You know, we have to, no matter what is externally happening, we as individuals and human beings and as business owners, we have to be the ones to consciously make those choices every day. It's like, okay, I'm going to still commit to this. I'm going to commit to, you know, building my business and allowing myself to, to give, you know, a level of service and generosity in not only the way that I like do business, but honestly more so in a way of how I connect with people yes. Yes. is because we need this connection. Connection. Mm. And, and this is actually how you and I met, you know, we yeah. need connection. We need mm. connection. And it's, you know, I've, I've committed myself to even before all this started happening, I committed myself because again, you know, going back to kind of how my father raised me and how my father like instilled these values of connection and community and relationships just in me as a, a young business owner, we'll call it. <laughs> but it's, it's really like, for me, it's kind of exploded tenfold. And it's allowed me to really say, okay, well, you know, here's how I can help today. Here's what I can do. And it's also made me recognize and realize the importance of what I'm doing. Mm. Because I'm helping women build businesses. I'm helping women, you know, be able to create a sense of freedom and be able to create a sense of independence for themselves mm. so that they can also find belonging within themselves through whatever it is that they're doing as their business as a vehicle. And so if I can help empower other women that they do have those capabilities, that they do have those strengths within themselves to be able to create something for themselves and for their families so that they can prioritize what they actually care about. You know, for me, that's what makes it all worth it. It's not about the money. It's not about, you know, having this title of being an entrepreneur or being a business owner. It's really about helping other women. It's about not just women, you know, because majority of my business is women, but I do also have male clients as well. And it's about helping people it really is, you know, and that's why I'm like so strong on the mindset stuff is because it is actual psychology. It is actual neuroscience. It's, you know, this it's how our brain is programmed and wired. And if I can help people see that, you know, they have the capability to, to change those things and they're not like these flaws that, that they grew up in these belief systems that they grew up around, you know, we can, we can help change the world and it's, you know, it all starts with us. It all starts with our, our own perspectives of how we approach things. And that's just kind of, I guess, a long winded version of what 2020 and COVID has been. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so powerful. You said so much that it's so poignant. Community connection service. That's mm -hmm. what I took away from your answer yeah. and it's so clear you have a lot of deep admiration for your dad 
and the lessons he taught you about business. Did you ever consider joining him and working um, alongside him? I have actually. Yeah, I have. Uh, we, we've talked about it quite a bit and, and we do actually help each other a lot. And, um, you know, I would like to one day help him kind of take over his business. And, and actually now that I'm like, you know, helping women build online businesses, I'm, I focus more on the online space. He's like, it's so fun. Cause I get it. And my dad is like, my dad is a brilliant businessman. He's very good at what he does, but he is also really, really, really like mathematically smart. Like he just has this engineer brain, his whole side of the family. They're all like engineers, they're neuroscientists, they're, you know, mathematicians, they're, they're all of these, like, like, I, I think, I think one of my uncles or one of my cousins is like a biochemist or something like that, but they're all very scientifically smart. And so, and like the analytical kind of logical side of things. And I was very blessed to have both kind of sides of that brain because I get that side from my dad, but then my mom's family is all from, you know, um, Bohemia. And so like I have this very cultural, creative, innovative, um, artistic side to me as well. And so having kind of the mesh of both of those has been, for me, has been a beautiful kind of just thing to empower myself with too. But with my dad, like it's so fun because I, you know, I just, I have such a um, deep passion for the brain and like the, our power of the mind and like the way mm. that we can show up and like how we can literally change and do anything that we want as long as we truly believe it ourselves. And so I talked to him a lot about the mindset stuff and I talked to him a lot about kind of um, like the structure of how I set things up and my frameworks and all of that. And it's just like, for me, it's just been so fun because my dad is, my dad is a very, very, like very high energy human being. <laughs> he has, I, I mean, I'm not even kidding. Like sometimes I can't even handle him because he's got like so much energy, <laughs> which is fantastic. But like when I talk to him about this stuff and I've been, I started, have been starting to share a lot about what I'm doing with him. And he just is like, it's so cool to see because he's just so excited. So, so, so excited. And he's like, got all these ideas. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. So we're going to now, we're going to take my business. We're going to put it online. We're going to do all this stuff. He's like, amazing. Teach people how to do this. And like, so he's getting really excited. And it's funny because like every time I talk to him, he's like, honey, I'm about to hire you. I'm going to hire you. Yeah, we're, we're going <laughs> to do this. I'm like, okay, oh, <laughs> Like, let's go. <laughs> I love that. So it's been fun. <laughs> I love that. That like, you're not necessarily, you know, working alongside him day to day, but you're making your stamp and contributing in some way to the business. So yeah, absolutely love that. And yeah, it's, it's cool because I help him kind of see things in a different light too. And mm. um, yeah, it's just, it's fun. We get to shoot ideas off each other. And back to the psychology piece. And you were saying that mindset is, is, is really important for business owners what are the common mistakes that you see business owners making when it comes to mindset and how can they overcome these mistakes? Um, I'm laughing because I think it's like, I'm not, I'm not laughing at the question. I'm laughing because it's so common and it's such a, um, it's such an interesting thing. So for me, mindset is really a life skill. It's a life skill. It really truly is. It's how, it's how we process information. It's how we create representations of events and experiences and situations that have happened to us and how we have then taken that experience and whatever the sensory, you know, um, 
the, the senses that we process that information with have then created a picture in our mind, which are then filtered through our values, through our beliefs, through meta programs, you know, through, um, different languaging patterns, which then create this emotional state for us and then shapes how we behave in the world. And that's what mindset is. Mindset is really, it's, it's all about our language that we use both internally and externally through the senses. So it's not like a, a verbal language, although that's part of it. You know, it, it's a language of our mind in how we experience the world and how we never, shape our realities. I have never heard anyone explain it so eloquently. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read a lot. I've yeah. never heard anyone articulate it so, like, bullseye. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I hope the Incredible. listeners also, like, can feel that because, I mean, for I me... I felt it. Good, good. I mean, that's why I'm so passionate about it because it is a life skill, but these are things that we're not taught. And this is also like something that I feel like I have a responsibility and a duty as somebody who genuinely loves this stuff to share with the world. So I'm also a certified neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. And so this is really the language of the mind and it comes into, um, you know, it brings in different methodologies and techniques from neuroscience and psychology. And I'm also a certified tiny habits coach. And so it's really focused on behavior design. How do we create like tiny micro habits to change the way that we show up in the world, to change the way that, you know, we basically run on automaticity. And so for me, mindset is like when people this is also, again, kind of a blessing and a little bit of a frustration for me, which is why I feel like I have this responsibility to, to share my message with the world is because mindset has become this like fluffy woo woo kind of term. And it kind of, it really makes me giggle because I, I see, I'm in tons of like Facebook, like women entrepreneur groups and people are like, Oh, I'm a mindset coach. I'll teach you how to, you know, write love letters to money and stuff like that. And I'm like, God, that's such BS. Like it's BS. You know, it's just, it's not like, it's not a thing. I mean, yes, it is, but mindset is a life skill. We need to understand how we create our own perceptions and our own realities of the world. And once we can do that, we can also realize that these belief systems, that have been instilled in us that have represented themselves as limiting beliefs that have represented themselves as cultural beliefs, as systemic beliefs, as societal beliefs that we then create this meaning as truth because our parent told us or our educational teachers told us, you know, they are the absolute truth because when we're five years old, we don't know any different. We don't have the brain development to challenge those things. And so we then grow up our entire lives believing something that somebody who once had an opinion about something told us when we were four or five years old. And that's really where all of our limiting beliefs and our belief systems stem from. 
they stem from things like that. And so the work that I do with, I, I work mainly with new and early stage entrepreneurs. Um, and I do some work with, well, more established entrepreneurs, but that's more of like kind of the deeper mindset work. Um, Cause it is a, it's, it's a nonstop journey because it's a, it's a human thing. It's not a business mm-hmm. owner thing. It's a human thing is what mindset is. And so when, when I see a lot of these new business owners that are coming in and they're like, Oh, I'm not, doing this right away, or I'm not like an expert at this, or I'm not, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah, you're right. Because (laughs) you're learning something new. And so, so many entrepreneurs think that, you know, imposter syndrome and, Mm. you know, the first two or three years of being a business owner is a character flaw because they haven't gotten to, you know, seven figures or six figures or whatever it is, whatever goal it is that they want to do. It's like, yeah, you're right. You haven't gotten there yet because you still have to learn. You still have to master your skills. You still have to take take these things in and allow yourself a little bit of grace to say, okay, I'm going to do this. It's going to, you know, I have to shift and change. But it that's truly one of the biggest things that I see is like entrepreneurs think that because, you know, they're an entrepreneur within an instant, you have to master something and you have to be yeah. an expert. And it's just not how human psychology works. It's not oh, how, and maybe not human psychology, but it's not how like human development works. It takes time to learn something new. It takes time to create an unconscious habit, which is yeah. what you're doing. Like the learning, there's um, like four or five learning phases essentially. And like, most people, entrepreneurs especially, want to go from level one of like not consciously being aware of this new skill or whatever it is to then all of a sudden mastering this. And they miss these four steps in between. And so because they miss these four steps in between and nobody ever talks about this stuff, they instantly think that they're a failure or they instantly think that they're not an expert and they can't do it. And, you, you know, and then it stops them from even starting. And it's like when people can understand that... Learning, especially learning as an entrepreneur, is a process. It takes this pressure off of, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm an imposter. I'm faking this. It's like, yeah, you're faking it because you're learning. <laughs> like, you're learning something new. And it's like, it, it kills me. It, it makes me laugh every time I hear somebody, like, especially brand new people that are like, oh, I'm such an imposter. I'm not an expert. I can't do this. It's like, oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> Free <laughs> the people. I love that you spoken about that because it takes away a lot of shame from yes entrepreneurs, and that shame keeps them from talking about this um, very uncomfortable feeling of not feeling good enough, not feeling you know. Mm-hmm. And like you said, this aspiration to just make it now, like get to yeah. seven figures yesterday, um, yeah. it can it, it it makes it very lonely. Very, very. It does. You know, and I think the beautiful thing about it, though, is that when we can normalize this stuff as well as make it a human thing and not an entrepreneur thing, these limiting beliefs like I'm not good enough, like I'm not an expert, like I don't have Mm -hmm. enough money, I can't afford, I can't do this, I can't do that, yada, 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 whatever it is. When we can see that those are actually internal representations and beliefs that were again instilled in us from an opinion of somebody else 
And we realize that we have the power within our own minds to consciously challenge and begin to question those things. Mm. Everything changes. So like for me, like one of my biggest limiting beliefs, and I didn't know this up until a couple of years ago, I, I was actually, I was at an event and I'd raised my hand to, to say something and it was all, it was on communication, I think ironically. And I like, it was such a surreal experience because I could like, I was like watching myself say it as I was saying it. And I was like almost in tears and like this crowd, like full of women entrepreneurs <laughs> talking <laughs> about how like I, I struggled with showing up. I struggled with um, like going for things because I, I've always struggled with the sense of belonging because I grew up in, um, you know, despite the relationship I had with my father and, and my mother, I grew up in a very turbulent, um, home, a very dysfunctional home, full of addiction, full of depression, full of, you know, mm -hmm. psychological, um, struggles and challenges. And I had always felt that I'd always been met with like whenever I achieved something or whenever I like did something, like I put myself through college, I sent myself to Europe, you know, like I did all of these things for myself. And like, I always challenged what I was told I was going to be mm -hmm. you know, because I grew up in this poor family and all this. And, and it was, Something that I never like fully went for what I wanted and what I knew I was capable of because I knew deep down, like I knew that I would succeed mm. because I've always had this mindset where I'll just figure it out. Mm. You know, I've always been very resourceful. I've always like, if I wanted to do something, there's always a way, you know, and that was just always my mentality ever since I was little. But I knew that if I went for what I wanted and I succeeded, that I was going to be met with this boastful, attitude of yeah you're boasting you're stepping on people's toes like you're making people feel bad and da, 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 da. like for being proud of myself for doing something like graduating college you know and it meant I wasn't going to belong in my family it meant I wasn't going to belong with the people around me and it scared the living heck out of me and so I never like I I, I held myself back because of that belief mm. but the second I realized and started challenging and questioning that, everything changed. Everything changed. And then, I mean, now obviously I'm here, but when we are consciously aware of those things that, you know, keep us stuck, that are, they are deep things. They do bring up a lot of emotional trauma and they can you know, mm -hmm. actually be traumatic experiences that have caused us to be the way that we are in this, in, in, in our lives. Um, when we recognize that we can change our perception of that event or that we can create different emotional experiences for us that maybe are more positive, mm -hmm. um, or create different meaning out of what that is. And instead of it being a limitation, flip it mm. to say, no, actually, I'm going to empower other people to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, that's kind of where the beauty in, in the mindset stuff comes in is, is, yeah, we have limiting beliefs. Everybody has them. Every single human being that is a person and has a brain. And that is not like said in any kind of, you know, uh, condescending type of way, but like mm -hmm. literally any human being that actually has a brain, the physical brain has limitations because it's how we experience the world. It's how our nervous system processes information and our conscious mind makes meaning out of it. 
That's amazing. That's what happens. Mm. And so when we see that and we see that it's something as simple as just our brains are logical things Mm. and they're also illogical things, but our brains need some kind of meaning. And so like, that's why we create stories of situations. That's why Mm. we create like thoughts. It, 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 It basically an internal representation manifests in the way of a thought. And so, like, if you think about a certain situation, I can almost guarantee that your mind is going to start running a dialogue. And so we have an opportunity to, to change that dialogue and tell ourselves a different story. Exactly. Because my mentor often says, when we think about something, think about what happened and then what did that mean to me? Mm-hmm. So there's the truth and then there's what it meant to me. And that's essentially what you're saying is we, yeah, that's incredible. And I love that you said that mindset is not just something for entrepreneurs to think about. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a human thing. It's really mm-hmm. about personal development, right? It is. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it has implications in all aspects of our lives, not just so we can beast it and make more money. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. You know, but this is why, like, I talk at least with my clients and my students and, you know, just the the people that are in my communities too. But that's why I always talk that personal development and entrepreneurship are one and the same. Yeah. They are the same, you know, but it always has to start with this. And part of the reason why I start in any program that I run, whether it's my one-on-one programs, whether it's my group coaching programs, or whether it's my online courses, I always start with some aspect of mindset. Because for me, this isn't about like, here, let me get, help you get unstuck, which is all, all of the hoopla in today's online world. Like almost every single mindset <laughs> coach and everybody that's listening to this, I want you to like hear me say the air quotes. Anybody that's a mindset coach <laughs> is going to tell you, let me help you get unstuck. Well, the real thing is you have to understand what that internal representation is and what that meaning that your brain has created from whatever that experience is. You have to know where that's at. So that you can really sit and reprogram it. And like, that's where the NLP stuff comes in. It's like, there's actual techniques to it. But I always start with the mindset stuff because it's a life skill. We need to know these things. We need, we need to share this information in a way that is like helping people realize it. it it's like, I remember the first time my mentor and once I like really started diving into a lot of this stuff and I started like actually creating meaning out of it for my own life. It was like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. It was like a huge deep breath. And it was all of a sudden like, holy crap. Okay, so maybe I am good enough. Maybe I'm not a failure. Maybe I'm not scum on your shoe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like maybe I'm not these things. And it all of a sudden was like, oh, okay. So all it is, is the way that I interpret my world. And you had said something just a minute ago of like, um, it being the truth, like, you know, uh, us, and that's exactly what it is. That's, I mean, that's literally what life is. We experience reality as our own truth. That's why things like what we're experiencing with like the societal movements and, you know, social injustice and everything that's going on with the pandemic and all of this stuff. It's like, and (laughs) the election in, in the States, you know, it's like, individuals experience information and situations and events as their own truth. 
And so if I can understand that about the external world and myself, I can reframe my perspective on the truth and my perspective on my own reality and how I experience it. But then I also can have a genuine and better understanding that uh, other people actually believe that that's their truth. And so, yeah, you can share information, but it's up to them to perceive their own reality. It's up to them to take that information and create meaning out of it. And whatever that meaning means for their life Mm. and their surrounding is how they show up in the world. And that's why this stuff is so important is because it helps us challenge our own thoughts. It helps us challenge our own truths so that Mm -hmm. then we can show up in a different way in the world. And I think that that's like where real change happens. Wow. Another side to mindset is overwhelm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Overwhelmed. And there's some days where I'll wake up and I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I have so much to do. And then when I actually sit down and think about what do I have to do, Mm -hmm. I can't actually itemize what I have to do. Mm -hmm. So I know it's a state of mind as opposed to a truth. Right? Yeah. But, you know, these times are quite overwhelming. A lot of us as business owners, we have to manage households, kids, businesses, to-do lists, all during a pandemic. Mm -hmm. How, what habits do you advise business owners implement to just get control? Uh, I think the the biggest one right now is self-care. It doesn't even have anything to do with your business. Well, it has everything to do with your business. But um, my mentor always says that, that you are your product. And I think, I think when we talked last time, I think we may have yeah. touched on this too, but like it, it's the number one thing. Like yeah. if you are not taking care of your basic needs, if you are not filling yourself up and keeping yourself in like whatever mental state you, you feel like you need to be in, mm. your business isn't going to do anything. Your household that you're managing, hot mess. Like, if you are not caring for yourself, you then cannot show up for your business. You then cannot show up for your clients or your community or your homes. And so I think the biggest habit that we can get ourselves in is something to ground us every day, whether it's five minutes of meditation or a morning routine that you do, or you want to go exercise for a little bit, or, you know, your self-care is like, I don't know, maybe you take a bath. Like when you can sense these things and you can feel overwhelmed and you sense that you're, um, like you said, a state of mind, like Mm. that means you need to take a step back Mm. and go read a book or go take a walk or something like that. Because we can't, you know, and this is, it's just, again, a belief that we have adopted as culture, like it is a worldwide culture of like do more, do more, do more. We have to be doing all the time and it's just not true. And like, and and so forming some type of self-care habit, whether it's five minutes a day or an hour a day or three hours a day or whatever it is, like something like that will help you better manage those emotions and help you better manage that feeling of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the other thing that goes with that too is just developing in where we are right now, um, developing a habit of grace Mm. and and recognition 
recognizing like the physiological things that are coming up for you when you are feeling overwhelmed. Like for Mm -hmm. me, like, like this is a perfect example. Yesterday, yesterday I was feeling really overwhelmed because I'm building my business. I'm onboarding new clients. I'm in the middle of, you know, launching my first group program or not launching, but like actually it's actually live now. And so I'm doing all of these things. Plus I'm managing our home. I'm taking care of our dog. Like my partner works in um, the transportation industry. And so he's like job security for COVID is fantastic, which is great, but he's working a lot. And so he works overnights. And so just like trying to manage all of these things becomes really overwhelming. And and I, I had to take a step back and like say, okay, you know, I can't like, I can't be all of these things and play all of these roles perfectly at once. So like, where can I give some leeway? Mm. So, you know, today it's like, all right, honey, I, I like dinner. We're not having dinner right now. Like you're on your own. Love you. But like, you got to figure that out, you know? And I recognize it's obviously with children, you know, that may not be as easy to do, but just like say, okay, you know, since today, every day, like look at, you know, what you have kind of going on and then where you can give yourself some grace to like step back a little bit and recognize that like the world is collectively facing trauma. Yes. We're in the middle of a tra- uh, pandemic. We're in the middle of quarantine and almost the entire world. Mm-hmm. The world is blowing up with social racists, you know, and social justice issues everywhere, which political issues everywhere and political issues everywhere. Like there's a lot happening. Our mm-hmm. regular routines are not the same. We're mm-hmm. not able to get the genuine face to face human connection. Mm-hmm. And giving yourself grace to say, hell yeah, there's a reason why you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Things are not the same. And that's okay because it's not just you. It's everybody. It's everybody world. in the world. Like I was talking to my mentor about this yesterday. He's like, oh, yeah, hello. I haven't slept in like five months. <laughs> mm. You know? Yeah. It's like, and so having a habit of grace and like just recognizing and just allowing yourself to say, okay, I can't be a perfect mother today or I can't be a perfect business owner today and just yeah. say, okay, what are all the roles that I'm playing in my life right now? I'm playing homemaker, I'm playing business owner, I'm playing mentor, I'm playing coach, I'm playing mother, you know, I'm playing a caretaker. Where can I kind of, like, what needs my priority right now? Because we can only really do one or two of those things really well at a given time. So that means there has to be some mm-hmm. kind of leeway in some of those other areas and just like saying, okay, today, this is okay. Mm. That's so wise. And that permission to have grace on ourselves is, I think it's the hardest step to actually not see self-care as indulging in self, but actually necessary so you can serve people. Yes. And for me, it took me a lot of repetition, hearing this message over and over again from different people to really be liberated enough to, become very militant about self-care mm-hmm. yeah. and giving myself grace because like you said that rhetoric in the world is a very performance based we have to just keep doing and doing and doing do all the things beast it beast it beast it but mm. self-care says no you know you have to slow down to speed up mm-hmm. um, and exactly yeah and I love that you said permission and that's like totally what it is is like just honestly, like get in the habit of like giving yourself permission to say, okay, not today mm-hmm. or, you know, and, and just like really actively practicing the awareness 
of that self-care every day. Cause like, again, self-care is one of those like woo woo things that people are like, Oh, we're just going to go and self-care means you're going to go sit at the spa all day. And that's not what it is. <laughs> like, no, self-care is like, literally did I drink water today because yeah. my brain needs it. Like, that's how, like I physically need this to function. <laughs> like that's a self-care. Right. I take the spa too. <laughs> Amazing. You've like dropped so many wisdom bombs and two, so many tips. My last question for you, are you excited about the future and what do you see in the horizon for oh, you, yeah. your business? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm so excited. Like, I mean, this has been, I, I feel like even when within this last like six months as I'm exploring and again, allowing myself that grace to like be messy and like, do things all over the place as a business owner right now because I am still learning. You know, it, it it's it's giving me this opportunity to really like fully step into fully step into this like I don't really know how to explain it, but this almost like powerhouse sort of new era for myself and my business. Cause like I feel like I finally clicked in everything that I love and have figured out how to show up authentically as me, but then also help people. And it's like, yeah, I'm not just helping people do build businesses, but I'm also collectively helping create this message of like exactly what we talked about today that like, you know, limiting beliefs are not character flaws, that this is how our brains actually process things. And like now taking my love and my passion for neuroscience and psychology and human behavior and connection and community and business and strategy and execution and all those other like lovely things that I'm also very good at. And now like stepping into my role that I want to create for myself. And like, for me, it just makes me so freaking excited because it means that this, all of these things that I've learned and that I've experienced and that this knowledge that I've, you know, um, really taken the time to gather for myself, it means now that I have this opportunity to share this with the world and help other people empower themselves to be able to do that if they want, you know, in whatever capacity that is, whether it's like, you know, I just want to be there for my kids a little bit more, or I want to build a giant business empire, like whatever it is you know, I feel like I have this beautiful message Mm. that people need to hear. And it's, for me, it like, just the thought of it, like, blows me up with energy and excitement, because I mean, these are the things that help change one person's perspective on their life. And for me, that's what it's about. And Mm. the business stuff is fantastic as well. Because like, I can coach, I can, you know, do group programs. I do amazing things like this, like podcasts and being featured as a female founder next week on Startup Grind and like, you know, all these different things for me. It's like, I don't know. I can just, I can just like feel it. (laughs) I can feel the horizon is very, very good. (laughs) That's awesome. And if anyone wants to connect with you, how best can they connect with you? Yeah, um, well, they can either go to my website, so www.thesequoiacommunity.com, or honestly, I spend a lot of time in my Facebook group, too, which is Sequoia Community on Business Mindset and Sales for Women Entrepreneurs. So those are really kind of the the two main places that I spend most of my time. Um, Yeah, I'm always up for conversations and connection and all that. So hit me up on my website or my Facebook group and have a chat. 
Amazing. So we'll put the links in the show notes so people can go Perfect. connect with you on Facebook or on your website. Yeah. Thoroughly yeah. for this conversation, Stephanie. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I've had a little mindset upgrade again. Yeah, again. <laughs> A yes. bit of a makeover. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it yes. so much. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Take care. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. You too. You know what? What I really love about that conversation is that Stephanie comes from a very scientific background. She really understands the way the mind works. And, you know, there's a scientific reason for common limiting mindsets like dealing with overwhelm, procrastination, imposter syndrome and the likes. And I think it's important for us to gain understanding of the way the brain works so we show compassion on ourselves when we are, you know, dealing with these challenges as opposed to using these challenges like dealing with not feeling good enough as further evidence that we're not cut out to be entrepreneurs, right? It's really about showing self-compassion. Self-compassion is so important. And mindset is a life skill. It's not just for entrepreneurs. It's for our self-development, our personal development on this ever-ongoing journey towards mastery. It's absolutely necessary for us to give ourselves permission to get off the struggle bus (laughs) That bus that's telling us to hustle, hustle 247, to do all the things 247, that seeks this performance type lifestyle and really sometimes what the best thing we can do is slow down. You know, like I said during that episode, um, sometimes we have to slow down to speed up. Sometimes the best thing we can do is nothing to gain clarity on that one thing we should be doing because... You know, activity is not the same as progress. Activity is not the same as significance. Activity is not the same as impact. And sometimes in the midst of less noise, we get clarity on what are those things that will give us progress, give us significance and give us impact. And lastly, Stephanie's charge for us to really prioritise self-care is not one to to make us more indulgent. It's one to make us really become the best version of ourselves so we can serve all those that we are called to serve. So it's not really about us, right? Um, You know, that common saying, you can't pour out from an empty cup. Pause and fill up your cup (laughs) on a daily basis. It's necessary because many people are looking to you, whether you see it or not. They're depending on your leadership whether you see yourself as a leader or not. Thank you so much. Take care and have a blessed day.